before this episode begins, I have some exciting news. Quarantine has now been approved and is available on Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Google Podcasts. One of those, you can totally still listen on Spotify and Anchor. Thank you all so much for all the support on the podcast. It means a lot to me. I mean, that's all for now. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Alrighty, <laughs> here we are for another episode of Quarantine of Two E's. I'm super excited to be back and we have some fun stuff to talk about today. I'm hoping this episode's a little bit longer than the first one, so we'll see how that goes. And I think I've decided to release a new episode every Friday, so look out for that. I'm super pumped to be back for episode 2, where we'll be talking about movies, books, self-care, and of course some positive news stories. So, let's just dive right in, shall we? Like I mentioned in the last episode, I've been watching Netflix and other streaming platforms a lot throughout this quarantine. And there are a lot of movies that I've either watched recently or that are favorites of mine from a while ago that I thought I'd fill you guys in about. I want to start with my all-time favorite movie, which is Love, Simon. If you guys have never heard about this movie, it's a romantic comedy that is based on the book Simon vs. the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Uh, Love, Simon is about a boy named Simon who is secretly gay and emails a person named Blue. They slowly grow close and he develops feelings for the secret person and tries to figure out who in the world it could be. But there's a twist. Ooh, ah. A boy named Martin discovers Simon's emails by accident and is threatening to release them to the whole entire school, unless Simon helps him with a girl he's interested in that is one of his best friends. Simon's left to help him and still keep up with a musical, friends, emailing Blue, and discovering who in the world he could be. If you want to watch a really sweet and funny story about friendship, sacrifice, and romance, this movie is a must. The next movie I wanted to tell you guys about is an adorable rom-com classic from the 90s called Notting Hill. I'm sure that you recognize the name because of how timeless this film is, but Notting Hill stars Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts, and it's about a bookstore owner, played by Hugh Grant, who runs into a super famous movie star that's played by Julia Roberts. They get off to a bumpy start when he accidentally spills orange juice all over her clothes, and the rest is history. They grow close and fall in love, you know the drill, but this movie is full of twists and beautiful scenery, which makes it really fun to watch. If looking for a great Friday Night movie, Notting Hill is absolutely perfect. Okay, on to the next movie. I don't know if this counts as a movie, but it's a special on Netflix, so we're gonna count it. It's fine. <laughs> if you're looking for a laugh, I recommend Kid Gorgeous at Radio City with John Mulaney. This is a stand-up comedy special, and it's actually the third one John Mulaney has done for Netflix. It's a little over an hour long and is hilarious. I remember the first time I watched it, I couldn't stop laughing. John Mulaney recounts funny stories and encounters he's had within his life in the best way possible. The, sp uh, the specials he's done are very lighthearted and funny, so I definitely recommend you give them a watch because you won't regret it. A movie I recently watched that left me shook was Parasite. You may recognize this chilling name from the many awards that won at the Oscars, including Best Picture. This film was stunning. It's a South Korean film about a poor family that soon takes all of the available jobs for a wealthy family and try to make money. It's so clever and well thought out, and trust me when I say this, the tables really do turn halfway through. It's crazy. It's dramatic, intense, and beautifully shot. And don't worry, there are subtitles because the whole film is in Korean. 
I was so shocked by Parasite, I had to watch YouTube videos debunking the ending that pointed out things that were hidden. So yeah, totally watch Parasite because it's a masterpiece. And those are all the movies I really think you guys should watch because they are awesome and really entertaining. And movies are a great way to pass the time through quarantine because, you know, they're really long and they're fun. So yeah. So at the beginning of the year, I downloaded Goodreads, which is an app about books run by Amazon, and I set a goal for myself. I said I wanted to read 15 books in 2020. I know, I know, that number doesn't seem very big, but trust me when I say it's harder than it sounded at first. So far, I've only read 8 books, given that some of them I picked up after a while of reading. I really wanted to start reading again because I used to read non-stop, and I loved it with a passion. <laughs> but then I stopped reading as much, which was kind of strange, so at the start of the year, I thought I'd read a little bit more. And slowly, I've become really into reading like I used to. Anyways, back to the books I've read. Around three of those, I started to read after stopping for some reason, but most of them I've read whole. Anyways, I thought I'd tell you about some of my favorite books that I've read so far. A book I read but didn't count since I started it in 2019 and finished it in early 2020 was Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell. Fangirl is about a girl named Kath who is going to college with her twin sister Ren. Kath and Ren used to do everything together but slowly drift apart throughout college. Kath struggles with, with this and tries to express herself in her creative writing class without being judged as well as finding a place to fit in. She soon becomes close with her roommate Reagan and her friend Levi along with a new writing partner Nick. This book is really cute and fun to read. It's super chill and contemporary, so I really recommend it for sure. Another great book I've read this year was What If It's Us by Becky Albertalli and Adam Silvera. This book is amazing and really cute. It's about two boys who meet at a post office. One's named Arthur, who's in New York City for the summer, and the other is Ben, who lives in New York City. They get separated by finding each other again and try to make things work between themselves, despite their differences. It's such a great book and I really couldn't put it down, so I definitely think you guys should read it. Another great book is Field Notes on Love by Jennifer E. Smith. Jennifer E. Smith is a great author. She wrote my all-time favorite book, Windfall, which I'll talk about in a different episode, but yeah, that's a little side thing. <laughs> this is a really interesting book about a British boy named Hugo who plans a cross-country train trip with his girlfriend who ends up breaking up with him a few weeks before the trip. Since there are no refunds, Hugo looks for a girl with the same exact name to go on a trip with. He meets a, he meets a girl named May, and you can guess what happens next, but this is a really sweet book and has a unique plot and storyline, so I really recommend it. The last book I'm going to tell you about is Looking for Alaska by John Green. If you don't know who John Green is, he's the genius behind The Fault in Our Stars, Paper Towns, Turtles All the Way Down, and many more. He's one of my favorite authors because of his amazing books. And um, I definitely recommend this book. It's about a boy named Miles who goes to a prep school in Alabama where he meets new friends and a girl named Alaska. Miles becomes enthralled of her and slowly falls in love until tragedy strikes. This book is written in days before and days after instead of chapters, which is really interesting too. If you're looking for an interesting mystery and young adult book, I definitely recommend Looking for Alaska. And also, if you want to follow my Goodreads account to see what else I've been reading, my username is NatalieT.
Since we're all stuck inside, this is a great time to be practicing self-care in a variety of ways. I personally have been doing face masks a lot and have been lighting a lot of candles. By doing simple things like staying hydrated or going for a walk, we can feel very fulfilled and proud of ourselves. So I thought I'd share some things I do to practice self-care to hopefully spark something up within you guys to inspire you to try something new. Like I said earlier, I do face masks around once a week. Not only is this good for your skin, but it's also really relaxing. Lighting a nice candle and laying down with a face mask is so calming and it's a great way to take a step back from all the craziness we're experiencing. And another thing I try to do every day is journal. I've heard about a lot of people who are starting quarantine journals or have been journaling for a while or do bullet journals. Um, but I think journaling is a great way to keep track of what you did in the day and how you've been feeling. It also uh, helps bring closure to your day, which is a great thing to do, do uh, before going to bed. I journal every night before going to bed and it, like, even if I don't have much to write about, I'll just write about like what I did, what we did in school, all that kind of stuff. So it's really relaxing and I recommend journaling for sure. I also like going for walks with my dog Paris almost every day because it's a nice way to get outside before it gets really humid <laughs> and it's really great to get some fresh air. And like I said, I mean, spring's my favorite season because it's not humid yet, there aren't as many bugs out, and it's really nice out. So going for walks with my dog, it's really fun just to get outside, especially after being in school all day, you know, and having to sit down and learn, you know, it's just great to get out, stretch your legs a little bit, and feel nature. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, another way to practice self-care is by doing things that make you happy, you know? If you love to garden, plant some new plants. Doing things you love is a great way to treat yourself and have an awesome day. Even doing small things like listening to your favorite songs or playing with a pet are ex excellent ways to wind down and relax. And like I said, doing things that make you happy, it's a great way to just kind of treat yourself and have a day to yourself. I love baking a lot and I've been baking cookies like almost every week and it makes me really happy and it's also just a great way to kind of detox and just take a step back and be in the present you know so just doing simple things that make you happy are great ways just to kind of treat yourself and reward yourself because we're all under a lot of stress right now and I don't know I think it's really important just to have self-care you know so that's my little rant on self-care because it's really important, especially in a time like right now where everything feels so crazy. So I've decided to have a little tradition at the end of every episode. I want to read you guys some positive news headlines from the Good News Network to end on a positive note and remind everyone that there's always something good going on in the world. If you want to read the full articles, go to thegoodnewsnetwork.org and spread the love. <laughs> First article is, a Pakistan hires thousands of newly unemployed laborers for ambitious 10 billion tree planting initiative. Oh my god, that's crazy. Um, that reminds me of Mr. Beast. You know how we planted 20 million trees for team trees? But like, 1 billion. A billion, that's like, incomprehensible. Wow, that's amazing. That's really great. Second article, a beekeeper makes electronic music recorded from his hives to inspire love for pollinator populations. Oh my gosh, it's really cool that he made music from beehives. And I was going to make a bee movie joke, but I think I'm going to hold that one in for right now. <laughs> that song must be a total bop too, like that's so cool. 
how would you make music though if like how would you make music from a beehive would you just kind of like stick your phone in and hope for the best or would you and it's an electronic song i think it'd be cool to do like a classical song or an opera of beast sounds that'd be kind of funny that's really cool okay last article for today instead of selling lemonade a boy sets up a drive-by joke stand to spread laughter during quarantine oh (laughs) that's really cute oh my gosh ow that's so sweet and they're probably like really innocent jokes because he looks really young in the picture it's probably like little knock knock jokes that's so cute and that's a great way to spread positivity that kid's my new hero like honestly <laughs> wow that's so cute well that's all of the news articles i have for you guys today so yeah Alrighty, that's it for today's episode. I hope you all stay safe and healthy and practice social distancing. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Quarantine of Two E's. It means a lot to me. And thank you for all the support and sweet things everyone's been saying. It's really just, it's so amazing of everybody. And it's great being able to connect with people through this podcast and be, being able to spread positivity, you know? Because I miss everybody. And yeah. So I'll see you next week for episode three and don't forget to smile today. Mm